Hello, I'm Karen. And I'm Susan. And we're the owners of Nest in Place. <laughs> that seems to be our little gimmicky line. Yeah, that's been our little, that's been our thing. We'll come up with something cooler later. Yeah. But this is our first podcast. Um, we're here today to start documenting our journey, which we are a couple miles down that road. So we're going to go back so that everybody understands who we are, where we came from. And why we feel so passionate about what we do. Yes, and why we're, we're doing it a little different and wanting to change healthcare industry and do things out of the box. We really don't want to be pin, put into the hole of just like every other healthcare company out there. So, oh, definitely, yeah. 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 So I guess our journey started. We've been friends for years. Gosh, my kids, my daughter's 20, going on 21. Yeah, and my uh, my oldest daughter's twenty two because our our twenty also right. <laughs> um, we met because our kids went to school together. Yes, they did, and we were soccer coaches. We were we soccer coaches. That yes, season. that was our first success and failure. <laughs> All I know was tell the kids to go run around the field, and then we get Rita's at the end. Yes, and we sang Hannah Montana chants. Oh yeah, we did go to Hannah. And Montana then yes, concert. and then I went away and. <laughs> Apparently, like all the big wigs in the recreational soccer league felt the need to kick the shit out of our kids. And like, what grade were they in? They had to have been like first, second, third grade, something crazy. I think it was third or fourth. They yeah, were they were little. And uh, and so some aggressive team had to like beat us like 20 to zero for like little kids. It was crazy. Yeah. And we didn't know what we were doing. So we were just out having fun. Everybody else was super serious about it, but they needed coaches. So we just volunteered. And so our ability to have fun apparently triggered the, uh, you were pregnant at the time too. <laughs> no. Or you had Maggie and that uh, Maggie was a baby. Yeah. She was like newborn. Yeah. Our, our youngest kids, um, daughters are one year apart. Right. So, and, so there's five years between her oldest and youngest and six years between my oldest and youngest. So we've known each other for a very long time. Yeah. And it's so funny because we were, there was a period of time where um, Susan, she'll tell you, had this daycare out of her house and she watched <laughs> my kids and we were together every day. And then, I don't know, life kind of goes on. And then it kind of got to the point where we were meeting twice a year mm -hmm. like um, catching up for lunch somewhere like, yeah hey, it's me for lunch i miss you but we were always friends it just seemed like we weren't the type of friends where we had to call each other every day or week and we never got mad at each other if we didn't hear from each other for months and then when we reconnected it was like we never left so yeah exactly that's like the best type of relationship to have yeah so we went from you know we would sit and say so what's going on in your life and you cover all the areas and yeah over appetizers at applebee's and you know and then <laughs> I, it was just one one day, two years ago. Yeah, al almost now, but mm -hmm. a little bit before. I think it was October of 2018. Um, we we went for lunch, and for some reason, we just started having this conversation about how we were separately on this journey. Some would say journey. Some would say midlife crisis. Um, <laughs> crazy train. Crazy. Yeah. Through. <laughs> where we were both um, being compelled to like help more people and, and do something. Right. Or find a change in my life. I was looking for something. You were was, living in gratitude for the whole year. Gratitude. I was trying to release all the anger and pent up energy I had towards like a bitter divorce and 
changing jobs and just I think I was looking for some player to put all that energy and it was almost like if I can give back or I could if I could do whatever I wanted to do what would it be and I typed it all out yeah and I the weirdest thing right because you were doing the same thing yeah well I was working as a physical therapist and that's I'm a physical therapist by trade and uh, working in geriatrics for years and working in assisted living and in the homes and, you know, just seeing how these people were treated, especially in a facility. And it just really, I, and it was right when new Amsterdam TV show came out. And I think I was watching too many commercials and he was standing in front of all the, the doctors and he's like, the system is broken, but we could change the system. And I was like, yes, yes, Ryan Eggle, we're going to change the system. So I get my, um, my yearly review, you know, from my boss and, and it says, what are your goals for the next year? And so, <laughs> you know, like God put the pen to the paper, I wrote, I want to change the world, which like, imagine you're my boss. <laughs> and he's like, wait, she doesn't want to take a shoulder course. Like she he's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? She wants to change the world. So he did meet with me and um, I just had all these ideas and mm -hmm. I was not allowed to play on the level of people who had innovative ideas. And I also feel as though the company that I was with does what they do very well and they just weren't interested in doing anything out of the box. Um, yeah. But, you know, so for me, I was just kind of on this journey to figure out what my next step was. I just knew that I was being called to help more people. Yeah. I just didn't even know what it looked and you like. Know, and that's back, I'm thinking back now in 2018, we were fostering because that's when we fostered um, oh, the, dogs. the dog. And we also were involved with Camelot House. So we were helping people and we were like fostering animals and we were really in like this mode of... You're like this nurturing I was, state. I was, and, and I take care of Uncle Bill in our house, who's my husband. Yeah, tell me your story. Yeah, my husband's paralyzed uncle lives with us. So um, he moved in with us years ago and I was actually working a job job and I would come home and he would have this care here of different agencies and people and it would be like the people would leave and I would come home and next thing you know I was caring for him because he would sleep all day or different people would come in and not know what to do and so I don't know I ended up like caring for him at night and going to work during the day and then I met up with one of his like counselor somebody was coming to our house and said why don't you do it since you're here and I never really thought about that and then when I started finding out more information on how I could take care of him um you know it got to the point where yeah we were able to let the agencies leave and then I was able to you know provide care for him and not have to go to my normal job so I've spent years in the home just hanging out, like looking for more things to do. So, of course, I take on fostering animals. I take on volunteering places. Um, but your background. Yeah. Well, my background actually before all this is uh, I went to school for, of course, hotel restaurant management. But I, my background sales and marketing. So and I have a lot of food service experience. Um, but I was national account executive with Starbucks Coffee Company. And my um, big client was um, Compass Group out of North Carolina. So I flew all over the country working licensing stores for Starbucks. So like we would put in Starbucks stores in the Compass organization. So that would be like military bases, it would be convention centers, it would be all the colleges and universities, um, businesses and industry. So I managed a team of people all over the country and I would just fly places and negotiate contracts and look at locations to see if we could set up a cart or a store and 
Um, I used to take people on tours in um, Vegas to see big stores that were big producers and talk about return on investments. And I just did a lot of stuff with Starbucks that was pretty cool. Um, but they did go through a change at some point. And um, I was actually courted by Red Bull because I was involved with like a, a networking industry group. And I sat on some boards for like planning events and things. And then, you know, Red Bull came into the picture. So I'm like the caffeine queen. I went from coffee to like <laughs> Red Bull energy drinks. And then I, I used all my resources that I had from Starbucks. And I went with Red Bull to all the colleges and universities. And, you know, when that was a little bit of different, I was more negotiating contracts and trying to get our brand seen on different um, college campuses. Again, military bases was another thing I did in convention centers. So my experience is really working with teams, but also finding resources for things. Yeah, you definitely. Know, to give people resources. And then I, you know, after, you know, I guess I started having kids and it was hard to be on big executive teams when you have like a kid in kindergarten. And like a lot of the people I was working with were all men whose like wives stayed home and at one point my boss like didn't even have children so I remember my daughter Kelsey like missing her whole kindergarten graduation because I had to go to a sales meeting in Alaska which you know back when they're five you know that's what you had to do but when all that came to an end you know and I don't even know how many years ago I was able to spend time with my kids and watch them grow and have a daycare in my home and do a bunch of crazy mom things. I was the cookie mom for Girl Scouts. I was the banquet mom for cheerleading. Like it was just a bunch of things. So yeah. I think that's how I've become like a really great advocate for Uncle Bill and like trying to get resources and finding and asking questions. So that's probably... I talk too much. Sorry. No, that's okay. No, like, and, and for me, like my dad, um, I didn't even talk about my dad. My dad ended up being diagnosed with not one, but two rare forms of dementia. And so at the time when that summer before was when he was in the hospital, I even forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and so we stayed with him 24 hours a day because he had dementia and, you know, people would flip the light on at 2 a.m. Step one was to the bed. Step two was to pull the covers down. Step three, they'd grab his brief. And step four, he'd swing at him and call him an MFR. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like it was important for us to be there and advocate for him. And I remember being so mad at the case manager because, and, and it really was, it was like, there wasn't that much wrong with him. He had Lyme disease because he got right. bit by a tick. And so his antibiotics, and we'd try to get him off his blood pressure medicine, but that was kind of it. Like, nothing super life-threatening. But um, I still, trying to get resources for him so that we could stay with him in rehab. And and the case manager on, at the hospital would not work with me. And I just remember walking out of the unit in the lobby and saying to my husband, this might be the one where I go to jail. <laughs> and he was like, do what you got to do. <laughs> you know? And I, I was just so, so passionately angry because of how we were treated and 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 so I feel like that kind of mm -hmm. all plays into it too um so we had this conversation and we'd have conversations for years because right. like my dad worked for a very established Mack truck which is in, we in the Lehigh Valley Pennsylvania um is a hugely established corporation here and the world headquarters I think is still here um and my dad worked for them and so he had Mack truck retiree benefits and, you know, Uncle Bill didn't. <laughs> yeah. So when we're having conversations about 
resources, she'd say, I can't get a podiatrist. Well, I got a podiatrist. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because they take my dad's Aetna. Um, we have to pay out of pocket at the beginning. Yeah. And so. then, like, I didn't have a doctor who could come to the house. And then Uncle Bill did have a doctor who... So we just were sharing all these resources. And I think that day, we kind of parted ways. We didn't know... No, but we sent each other our journey. Like, I remember we parted ways, like, see ya, see you in a couple months. Like, yeah. We'll catch back up. But then for some reason, we ended up texting about yeah something. And, and i like was looking at different things there was a a piece of property i have a friend who's a real estate investor and so i went and looked at that is that the answer and it just didn't feel right it was beautiful it was out in the country have a nice small home where we could you know house a bunch of people mm-hmm. but it just didn't feel right and so i think we kind of fast forwarded on our own separate journeys. And then I was, I was, I was online and there was this, um, almost like an online magazine for, for healthcare for seniors. And we saw this, I saw this idea. And even though I hadn't actually talked to you in a couple months at that point, you were the right. person I was like, I got to send this to Susan. <laughs> so I just send this idea to Susan. And I was thinking, you know what, we could do this, but we could do it better. So I send it to her. I say, what do you oh think? Gosh. And like immediately, and she sent that to me. It was a text on like March 14th of 2019. And as soon as I got that text and I clicked on that link, uh, something in my mind like obsessively drew me to this whole thing and I kept reading it and then I kept seeing how like we could partner together like because you with the whole doctor or whatever the whole home care taking care of the person and then they were talking about all the other things like food and outside resources of stuff like it generated this thing in me that we could do this we could do it better. We could do it totally different. Because yeah. when you read about it the lady was like oh a director of some big personal care home that now started this like since she wasn't very flexible and yeah like, this is the price and everybody gets the x y and z and i was like mm, but that's not realistic like you know like people want to pick their own things right so we just started immediately by the next day the 15th of march i was drawing birds yeah birds in nests and sending them to karen <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean that's and i think that we that was a the lightning bolt for both of us yeah, we we're like, this is it. This is the one, yeah. you know, and we just sort of like from there. I mean, it, this whole thing really took off. But yeah, we both were on this journey and we didn't really know what it was about. And it's funny how the universe has a lot to do with it, too. Yes, because you're reading things and researching things and sending me those things. And I was, it was like clicking with me immediately. So yes, that's where we'll end our podcast, because I feel like. Yeah, for today. For today. Yeah, yeah, more to come. I mean, we're going to catch up to um, the journey that we were on already. And then um, and then from there, try to do things in real time. Because as we make decisions as a business owner, growing a business, mm-hmm. and not just like growing a small business, but starting out as a small business and with dreams to become world changing, a game changer. Yes, in a um, bunch of different ways. Yeah, and how we're going to do that. Um, we, we definitely see the value in documenting our journey. Especially for people that might be in the same situation we're in now where we were two years ago. Like they want to help. They want to do something. They don't know what they want to do. I mean, I just feel like we can really connect to those people that really feel like they want to do more that might have the same types of backgrounds we have. Yes. You know, that could 
partner together with somebody or maybe they could do it all themselves but that's the people like we feel like we could connect to yeah um by sharing all this yeah so join us on our journey um we're going to continue to record and uh yeah we'll get better at this too by the way (laughs) yeah they say just do it and this is the whole this is like our fear this is our our first podcast we've never done anything like this before and it's just a uh one example of something else we've done for the first time because all of these things we've done for the first time and the one thing we know for sure is jump in and do it just do it even if you suck just do it isn't that what jen says even if you suck just just do it it. oh we have to talk about her too yeah we will jen sincero so your your assignment until our next podcast is by you are a badass yes we started living by that that was our bible in the beginning that's right yes it was yes but we will talk to you soon have a good day